um, I don't know how to say this, but I've been editing the montage for the last hour and I've gone to export it and my computer's crashed and the whole thing's gone. A whole montage. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> There's a montage. There it is. What do you think, boys? What a great montage. <laughs> what the hell is that? I... <laughs> Oh, mate. This I'm... is going out in radio. This isn't a two-bit <laughs> operation. You can't just walk in here like, oh, lads, I forgot me homework. <laughs> I, I cannot stress. Dog ate my montage. Bad <laughs> <laughs> income last night was making the montage and it was a cracker. I had it absolutely zinging. It was Shagger going winner. Then I had the race caller. Winner, winner, winner. I had your double in there from... From uh, Mandura on Friday night, Kenny, <laughs> but he crashed as I was going to export it, which is the most furious thing. I I went down to my car, I sat in my car and just yelled into, just, just gave myself a little bit of peace and quiet <laughs> and just sat there and screamed. I was that angry. Um Anyway, anyway, I'll get that. Just good to get that off the uh, <laughs> off off my skin. It's not good enough. Yeah, well. <laughs> How are, well, first and foremost, welcome, non-chase, sports bit. I'm your host, Paddy. How, how are you? Shagger, Kenny, are we good? I was going all right. I was looking forward to yeah, hearing was, that montage and then really, you drop this news this on us. Like, oh, this montage is going to go on forever. We like so many winners last week and all we've got is, is excuses instead. <laughs> I'm good at excuses. Just roll them out left, right and centre. Ah, well. We'll be back. We'll be back. And, you know, we we did knock off the four uh, required tips to get a montage. I think we had about eight or nine there in the end, including a little double, a little Michael Dublé for yourself there, Kenny. And I failed to run the course. Alas, we push on because the non-chasers multi is back in the winner's stall. Mm. Thanks to <laughs> our man Gunner. <laughs> Did you? We, for those listeners, we have a Zoom meeting about the, about the show and a bit of a production meeting. And Gunnar was just going berserk, saying, I saved the punters this week with the non chasers multi captain Jake in the second or last race at the Meadows. People had to wait. It was winner, winner. And then Sir Truculent probably should have ran a, probably should have ran a top two, but just sort of ran into a little bit of trouble. Didn't quite. Didn't quite burst home like Wally said we were going to get. And then the wait was for uh, big Captain Jake to get the chockies. Copped a little check around the first bend, but then was good enough to salute and run a drum. And the non-chasers multi-saluted. Boys, Saturday night, we have an absolute bonzer. Bonzer of a maturity field. You know what I did on Saturday? I, I was on Twitter... And when they did the barrier draw, they did the barrier draw live on Twitter. After the box draw. The box draw, sorry. I always say that. <laughs> I watched the box draw. I did the box draw. Nice. Now, our guest today, I noticed that he, you know, on Twitter when it says like someone else is watching with you, I noticed that person was also oh. watching with me. That person, Corey Grenfell. Be on the non chasers a little bit later. Looking forward to that. Who organised that? Was that you, Kenny, or, or Shagger? I think it was Gunner. Oh, Gunner. <laughs> well done. I like that. From uh, you boys. All right, tip off Comes the top. handy for something. Yeah, I know. Tip off the top. Okay, absolutely flying form. You nailed a double last week, as I said. What did it pay? About $3.80 in the end. What do you, we'll start with you, Kenny. Mandura. Um, last week's pay three fifty was a double, um, which was Mermaid, Minnelli and Boston Labrut. This week, um, they're actually in the same race. 
Um, I've just been throwing either or of these dogs up as a tip off the Cornella top. then? <laughs> Sam Rice. No. no. Sam Rice Multi. No. Um, we're just going <laughs> to lob on the nose here. Uh, Mermaids in box one. She needs a bit of rim de muster, and I, I don't like the draw here for her. Um, so we're going to go We're gonna go all out and Buster the Brute. Um, he's the best dog. Now, he did the fastest time last week. He's definitely the most versatile dog here. Um, it's currently $2.50. We might get slightly bigger than that. And that's race number five at Mandura. What time? I think it's it, 18 minutes past 10, so ah, about beautiful. 10 minutes to get on there or something. Plenty of time. Why is, why is Buster the Brute just buggering around on a Friday night? Why, why is he not going around on a Saturday? I don't know. He normally runs 520s, and he's been running 405s at Mandura recently, so I don't know. I'd love, um, to, I'd love to own him. He's winning everything. Yeah, yeah he's... he's, he's He's not the fastest dog in WA, but he, he's definitely got a good strike rate, and he's, he'll he'll definitely give you a run for your money every time. He's being placed well, you could say. The old placed well in the races that he's going to win. All right, I like it. $2.50, bust to the brute, tip off the top. I now throw the dial to our man Shagger. What's your tip off the top? My tip is race 10 at Geelong, number seven, Zipping Fleur. Absolutely sizzles early. Uh, recently re- resumed from a bit of a spell and looked pretty impressive at Cranman, so I think Zipping Fleur gets the job done here at Geelong tonight. Any relation to Fleur Burger? Not that I'm aware, no. Hey, um, Corey Brent. Zipping Fleur Burger. What is a I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's a greyhound. <laughs> um, Corey Grenfell's got a runner, um, which will be going around shortly at uh, Geelong. Rodrigo Bale, we'll ask him. I think about 10.40, Rodrigo Bale goes round. So we'll ask him if Big Rodrigo is any chance to um, get the spoils down there. What is it called? The Berkeley Centre? The Berkeley Centre? That's a real niche question to ask for the Irish man, isn't it? <laughs> Kenny. Yeah. Now, almost an investigation within an investigation. We, the main fat dog investigation, we'll get to our man down in Geelong shortly, Andrew Gunner. But you delivered me some news this week that this dog which we've been looking for has been found. Please yeah. elaborate. So I think it was a few weeks ago, um, we noticed a dog that's won over a million dollars in prize money. Didn't have a trainer assigned to it on the GRV website. <laughs> so we just assumed that it went missing. Um, <laughs> did. That dog is good odds, Harada. Has been and, found. Uh, sorry? He's been found. He, he has shown up. And, <laughs> and boy, did he show up. He showed up at Bulleye and he just... <laughs> I didn't even know he was running. I just looked at him. The commentator called out his name. He was Lance in the front. And then he just won out of the park. And I thought to myself, must, must let Paddy know. <laughs> <laughs> so good old Serrata has jumped off the trailer down in Melbourne, put the paw out, got a hitchhike up to Bulleye. Sneaked across the border. Oh, I know. How's he got across there? That is some, that is some funny buggers. And he's now just winning little easy races at Bulleye. Yeah, and the problem I had dogs picked up before, like literally like James Bond of the Greyhound Award. <laughs> and just a just a modest twenty two oh seven there at Bulleye what, as well. Which what is price? What, what price was he at? Oh, he's odds on dollar seventy five or thereabouts. Why would you not take that pleasing little story? Feel good story for your Friday. That good odd, good odd Tarada, the uh, the dog, um, the million dollar chase winner, of course, one over a million schmackos has been found safe and well, and he's still winning races. So, happy days. Uh, boys, a segment we haven't done for a while. Boom Dog. Kenny, you've, you've got one for me. It's one over in Perth. What is the Boom Dog that you've got for us? 
Um, there's a dog called We the People. Okay. Um, it's done some fairly decent run home times around Mandura and Cannington. Um, it hasn't stepped up over the distance. Like, this is a dog that should be stepping up to, like, the 720s, 715s. Um, I think once it does, we're going to see some special runs from this, and I'd say it'd be a, it'd be a fairly decent bet to win the Galaxy okay. over in Perth next year. What price are we for the Galaxy at the moment? Um, I think it's currently $26. Um, yeah, it's one to follow. Get on him for the Galaxy, and as soon as he steps up to 715, like, just bet him every time. This is, Bit of talent. Yeah, this, so is, you, this is one of the most promising dogs so in the you WA, think it? you've found the Galaxy winner right now at 26 bucks in the futures market? A fairly decent each way oh. shot in the galaxy. I, but the only worry is Fleck Minnelli, who's um, flying over the trip. But like this dog looks like a, a good each way bet right now. Excellent. That's a that is a boom dog right there. Will we keep it in high? The, the scrutiny over a boom dog is high because as soon as it doesn't start performing, <laughs> I come hunting. Well done. I like that, Kenny Shagger. What's your boom dog? I've uh, got one called Zipping Albert. Um, mm. Now he's. He's had four starts for four wins, um, so he's, he's looking very promising. He's only raced at Bendigo and Warrigal to this point, so we haven't seen him perform in the city. He was entered uh, for Sandown, actually, on the 16th of July, but was scratched, so um, hopefully we, we get to see him make his city debut soon. Um, but, yeah, really eye-catching in the Bendigo Gold Rush series. Ran down uh, a dog called Music Event in the final there um music event i think has gone on to even break, break 25 seconds at shep absolutely flying dog and this dog zipping albert he's looking for more ground than the 425 and the 460 that he's raced at so far so really uh anticipating his city debut the 500 should suit magnificent i love that i task you boys with some boomies and you come back with absolute spades it's excellent uh investigation time um, our investigation has led us to something even larger, I'm being told, on the grapevine. But we'll go to our man down there in his safe haven, his big uh, Geelong Bayside mansion in Andrew Gunner. Ah, uh, very good, Patty. You just... It, it, you say the same thing every time, mate. We call you. You want program just to say, oh, you're very good when you hear the stinger. Well, what do you want me to say? Like, get a party popper out and well, maybe. sound like I'm starting a celebration. Maybe. Well, you promised big things uh, last, yesterday when we did our little non-chasers pre-production meeting over Zoom. And you said that um, you've had a bit of assistance in finding... what? A bit of assistance... Oh, okay. I thought you were making up words then. What, assistance? Jeez. No, I thought, I, thought, I thought you said something else no, then anyway. No, let me continue. You've had a bit of assistance with a fat dog, a big fatso. What do you got for us? I have Nick, Nick Floyd, friend of the show. Oh, young yes. Go, young go-getter from the southeastern suburbs. Love, he, love Mick. He got, he got in touch with the show last week, and I'm telling you, Paddy, this is never going to be beaten. Really? He's, what, what we like to do with these segments is... We like to we like to pad them out, and we don't necessarily want to find the champion of the segment when the segment first comes to air. Yep. But Nick's come along, right? And he's just shot everyone down. <laughs> like, there's absolutely no point in searching through the record books any longer. 
because Mick's found the fattest dog that you'll ever find. Like this dog puts fat on fat. That's how fat he is. <laughs> just walk, and... just walks out of the bakery before it goes to the races. <laughs> this, well, can this, you tell this, us who it is? <laughs> this segment's done. This segment, thanks to Mick, is cactus. Well, so we'll all be it? wearing black armbands next week for big fat dog. Because there is no bigger, fatter dog than a dog named Last Round. Um, <laughs> it probably probably shouldn't have been called uh, Last Round at all. It, it probably should have uh, been called, uh, you know, Never Last Call or something like that by the size of this. Very thing. round. Can you, yeah. oh, very round, absolutely. Um, Can you, last, what does it tip the scales at? Last, oh, let me get through it, mate. <laughs> um, at last race around the traps of Shagger's hometown in Shep, and, and no, no doubt Shagger had cast his watchful eyes over this uh, small horse when he was completing the stir-up. Would have been uh, on, on course for its <laughs> final race, I'm we're, sure. We're back at the Shetland pony races. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember what you were doing on the 23rd of April, 1998, Shag, because you would have been right in your prime back then, I reckon. I can almost guarantee you that I would have been at the Shepherd and Greyhounds that night. <laughs> <laughs> so this dog last raced, as I said, on the 23rd of April, 1998, and we may have to check that it was weighed in kilos and not in pounds, given it was 22-odd uh, years ago. Uh, as I said, judging by its weight, it should have been named Never Last Call uh, because this dog clearly loved the canine frothies. It topped the racing scales. Are you ready, Paddy? Yep. At 44.6 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> now, that is a big, fat dog. 44.6 kilos. <laughs> that they is... would have had to have put a special box in for oh it. Oh, my God. That is big bone. How did it get out of the berries? Oh, God, I'm tipping slowly at first. <laughs> it's, uh, it never would have had to have raced around a dog, would it? Just would have just bumped him, um, just got its head under underneath the hindquarters of the dog in front and uh, thrown it over the fence, uh, given the size of this thing. Jesus. That's incredible. So last round, raced around Shepparton, Shagger's hometown. I like this. The segment's gone full circle here. It always sort of goes back to Shagger. <laughs> um, who trained it? Uh, I did. I did look that up, but um, no. I'll, William I'll, Lambert. I don't have, William don't have Lambert, it uh, yeah. on me at the moment, but it was a uh, it was a, a champ from Sunbury, William, is what I can remember. So William, uh, we'll, William Lambert, the boys of uh, Dunkirk. Yes, that, that's it. Yes, that's it. Well, what the cross was William Lambert feeding last round? Forty. I don't, I don't know, but it would have sent the poor bugger broke. I reckon. Forty-four point <laughs> six kilos. <laughs> Was he a horse trainer as well and just gave him a bit of horse feed and got, got it mixed up? Uh, well well done. Well, if you can beat that, then the segment deserves primetime slot on television because that that is sensational. All right. Uh, great work, Detective Gunnar. I know you uh, could speak underwater with a mouthful of marbles, great man, but can you please give us your, your show me the money tip and your non-chasers multi-place selection? Show me the money tip. I'm going for Zambora Smoky in the maturity final, currently $15. Huge amount of speed in the final, and Simon told Helen a deserving favourite, but it's a little little short in price for mine. So I'm hoping that Zambora Smoky can bring some of that sizzling one-turn form to the final. Um, pretty reliable beginner, and, and that's the place where you want that's the place where you want to be. And I think $15 is worth a throw at the stumps. Like it. And multi? I'm going for True true Detective in the Fireball final uh, to place as my multi-selection this week. Well done. I like it. Proud of you. Now get off the phone.
we got to go to a break. All right, do you want me to stay on the line this week? Because you got the brace and bits last week when I hung up no, early. No, we're more than happy to let you go, mate. <laughs> All, right, All the best. Talk to you, fellas. <laughs> See you, mate. See ya. Take All care. Right, bye-bye. Oh, jeez. Hey, love to talk. Just talked all over you as well there, Kenny. I hope you, um, you know, give him the stern word right between the eyes. Yeah, I thought they weren't in isolation out in Geelong. He seems a bit desperate for um, a social activity there. Some sort. He is going crazy. All right, let's take a break. We've got Corey Grenfell on the phone. The bloke's been waiting to speak for us for the last 15 minutes. Gunner's gone overtime. Uh, and we'll be back with more non-chasers here on SEN Track after this. Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track for Sportsbet and we spoke. We've got another A-grader, another A-grader guest coming in. We've had this guest on the non-chasers before. He said, the only way I'm coming back on is if you get rid of that old Irish fella and give me, <laughs> give me someone who I can understand. We got rid of the old Irish fella, but the beauty is we've brought in a new Irish fella. So Corey's going to really, really enjoy this. Corey Grenfell on the phone. How are you, mate? How you going, boys? Oh, if we get in there, can you? We'll just do a quick sense check. Kenny, can you say hello so you can see if you understand him? Hello, Corey. How are you? How you going, mate? <laughs> gotcha. I like it, mate. Tig along, Tonk. Um, in the maturity on Saturday night, mate. How are you feeling? Yeah, no, good. It's um, no, it's good to be back in a group one with him, and um, it looks like he's sort of drawn all right with you know, it's going to be a tough field, but hopefully we can just get the card across with Simon Todd Helen and a clear run into the first corner. Now, I tuned in to the live Twitter feed on Saturday night for the box jaw and saw that you were on there. You're happy with box four? Yeah, look, it's you always want the red to be sitting on the rail, you know, going to the first corner, but, you know, there's a lot of speed underneath us, so if we can just get the cart, you know, with a bit of luck, we we might be able to find the front. The price, is that tantalising you? Yeah, you look, you opened a little bit higher than that, but someone's taken it already, but no, it's probably over the odds for the ability the dog's got and... You know, in the past, what he's done on the track. We heard that over the odds. Take what you will. And obviously, Corey, he's uh, he hasn't he's yet to break thirty seconds in winning at the Meadows, but we know the dog's definitely capable of it. Um, in the heat, I think he ran was it about thirty and fifteen or thereabouts. But I I do, I do see he hadn't had much racing over the five hundred in the month leading up. Um, had, had there been some interruptions with that um, prior to the Bendigo Cup? Oh, look, we've taken it easy with him. He, he had a hard prep, you know, a couple of months ago. He, he raced in week in, week out. So we've backed off on him a bit to keep him fresh so he can jump. But, no, look, he, he's a lot better than, than, you know, not breaking 30 at the Meadows. You know, he's a dog that probably should be running around the 29.6, 29.7 mark. How did you get into Greyhound racing? Yeah, I followed it through my brother. Um, I had an injury to my hand, so I, I followed him for a couple of years. Yeah. And um, your little fella's talking to me. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I just followed his footsteps and sort of found a love for it and it brought me to where I am now. Is the little fella uh, following your steps, mate? He going to be the next big group one maturity trainer? Yeah, yeah, he's lovely dog. <laughs> he's out there every day with us. <laughs> hey, mate, it's, um, it's hard to keep him away. Yeah. Hey, mate, Rodrigo Bale is going around shortly at Geelong. Um, chances on that runner? Um, look, he's come back from prep. Um, he's an injury-prone dog, but we, we seem to have got him right. But you know, first run in quite some time. He's he's had you know only a couple of trials back, so um, he's probably a little bit short for my liking. But you know, he's definitely capable of winning. Good stuff. It's been a big month so far. Not just um, winning the Bendigo Cup, but also uh, grabbing second as well. Um, 
Yozo Bale, Tigalong Tonk. Um, fantastic form. Um, what's been your biggest highlight in greyhound racing? You also obviously had the Horsham Cup earlier in the year. Um, look, probably the run that Orson Allen and Donna Chance took us on. Yep. Um, you know, it was for a period of time there, it was just we went to a group race and we made nearly every final we went for. So it was just, it was awesome. And, you know, those sort of dogs don't come around too often. And I take it Orson's currently at Stod? Yeah, and from what I'm hearing, he's, he's killing it. He's, he's had, you know, probably 60, 70 litres now. So he would definitely make it as a stud dog. Tough life. I've got it here. He's down at Meticulous Lodge, um, old Orson Allen. Just there uh, on their website there. You can get him for, th- you go to start for 3000 bucks. There you go. Very nice. Speaking of coin, Corey, we're going to give you a free bet tomorrow night um, on anything. What do you like? What's your, what's your best that you're going to chuck a free bet on? Is it going to be on Tigalong? Yeah, I think at those odds, we, I think we, we might have to. Um, it's quite generous for the billy the dog's got. Very so we'll good. go that way, I reckon. Very good. Well, that might uh, put us out of a job, boys. You've I'll dig along, Tom. Is he shagger reason for his laptop looking to cut the price now? <laughs> <laughs> is there um, anything else in the kennel, mate, which we need to keep an eye out for that we haven't heard of yet? Um, I've got a. I had a bitch start Wednesday night. Nick Spale. She's um. She got beaten, you know, quite convincingly, but she's only young and she's actually showed a, quite a lot of ability. So. Going forward, she's probably one to keep an eye on. Very good. And just finally, back to Tigalong. When did you think you, you knew you had an A grader with um, with Tigalong Tonk? Oh, it's a bit of a funny story, to be honest. Um, when we started him, he, his first five or six trials, he looks he looked like just a dog. And then I took him before the nationals with Orson. I took him him and Orson to Ballarat, and Tonk ran a length off him. Jesus. In um, time comparison, I walked away thinking, "What do we got here?" And then the following week, I took him back to say it was a fluke, and it wasn't. He went quicker. Wow. So, and then, yeah, from, from there on in, we just we knew we had something special. It was just a matter of winning the grades and being able to, you know, win those grades with the good dogs. Yeah, it must be really handy having a champion like Orson Allen as your yardstick just around the, the training track to, to be able to see that, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, look, we, like when we pre-train those sort of dogs, you know, I've always got that times documented. So it's, it's you can go back and look at, you know, where them dogs were pre-trained that. And you sort of can gauge it off that, in a sense. So mm. you sort of know what you've got at the time. Very good. We just want to wish you here all the best tomorrow in the big group one, the Maturity Classic final. As we said, Tigalong Tonk at the $10 mark, quote from the trainer himself, says that's overs. So take that as you wish. Corey Grenfell, mate, thanks for being on the Non-Chasers. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Corey. Cheers, Corey. Cheers, there you have it, boys. Old Corey. Just comes in there, $10 chance over the odds. Thank you, mother, for the rabbits. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If Tigalong Tonk's at his best, um, yeah, Corey's on the money there. He will smash 30 seconds and be a real contender for this race. I love it how he said, amidst trying to, you know, fight with his little son there whilst we were talking to him, <laughs> he probably had the dogs in the background. He was getting in the car and something else. But how handy would it be having that superstar in Orson Allen? As, and that's just your your benchmark to, to, to travel, not to travel, to train around the track with at home, under wraps, no one else really knows, but you know in your heart of hearts when something's a length off Orson Allen, you go, oh, here we go. <laughs> How good would that feeling be? Exciting for sure. Well, it's a feeling I don't know because I'm not a great <laughs> <laughs> Very, very good. Let's take a break here on Lynn on Chases. We'll be back with more. We've got a oh, gut-busting amount of analysis for the maturity Best field in years. 
Um, of course, also, let's shag and uh, invest in the West. We'll be back shortly. Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track for Sports Bet, the Greyhound podcast that has lived throughout <laughs> eternity. <Tight. laughs> what was that? It's been going for a few years. That was nearly as bad as your own That's a, show. That is the worst intro <laughs> back from an ad break. Don't blame people if they just uh, switch the dial up. But I hope you haven't because this is the most important part of the show, race analysis. And I said before the break, as we were speaking to old Corey Grenfell there, gut-busting analysis here of the Maturity Classic Final. 8.40, 40 minutes past 8 o'clock on Saturday night down at the Meadows. I love the Meadows, right next to the Hume Highway there on the uh, way through to the Mitchell Shire. We have the Maturity Classic Final. And as I said, this is an absolute Dorothy Dixer of a field. Number three, Simon Told Helen is your favorite at $2.20. Number one, Hardstyle Rico in the red, $2.90. Then you've got Christo Bale, Tigalong Tonk. Corey Grenfell there saying overs at $10. Take that as you will. Number seven, Zambora Smokey. Andrew Gunner, show me the money tip. Thinks it can run a very good race. The nine, if it gets a run, Fire Legend at 17 bucks. The 10, you tell me, at 20 bucks. The six, well tipped by Shagger last week. Ebby Infrared, that was uh, meant to be in the montage at $23. Five, Playlist, off the back of a Group 1 win. And now is arguably, well, not the rank outsider because there's one more which I don't know how it's got in there. Playlist at $27. Wow. And then you got the eight, Summer Lights, who was squeezed into the race at 126 to 1. True price of that, you reckon, uh, Shagger? What, do you, what would you price of that? It's going to find it tough. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll go through each runner's chances. Like it. Runner uh, by runner. We haven't been treated to a runner by runner analysis for a while. What do you got for us? All right. Well, we'll, we'll go in box draw order. Um, firstly, looking at Hardstyle Rico, fastest qualifier. He's drawn the red box. Um, it's exactly where you want to be in these big group race finals. Um, he was also about the, I think, around equal second best for run home. So, look, if he jumps, they're going to have to do some wonders to take the race off him. Um, Christo Bale in box two. Look, if you're looking for a dog that's going to come from off the speed, this is the one. Quickest run home. Um, really impressive form. Um, so, you know, his sort of downfall is that early pace. Um, so, yeah, he, he's going to need to step reasonably well and and hope that he can find a bit of a clear path through the run. Uh, Simon told Helen, you know, what else do we say? He's got a few Group 1 wins to his name already. Um, he flew early last week. I think it was 497 split. Um, it's so like a real true dollar thirty pop. Like, yeah, look, it, I mean, if Simon told Helen steps like that again... You know, I think he's going to chop him off at the bend and, and run away with the win. Thank you, mother. But rabbits doesn't always step like that. So, you know, it's that's greyhound racing. It's, you don't get the exact same ma- thing every week. That's why it's such a good maturity. Yeah. Um, and then, look, we, we spoke to Corey. Look, Tigalong Tonk, massive show there. We know that he could, could smash 30 seconds if, at the Meadows if he got a clean run. Um, yeah, and, and as I had spoken to Corey about... The, he hadn't had that much racing over the 500 in the past four to five weeks. So um, look, looking for an improved run from Tigalong Tonk. And, and yeah, if he does get a clean crack at it, um, he'll be right up there in contention. Playlist, as we mentioned, coming fresh off a Group 1 win. Um, jumps okay. The midsection's 
of the race is probably where you know he can sometimes let himself down. He's got an awkward draw, but he did have a, about a very similar run home time to Hardstyle Rico. So if he's thereabouts, uh, look out because he will he will finish well. Can I ask you something there? Yep. How is Playlist twenty seven dollars? Uh, box draw plays a big part. You reckon part in the box one. draw? Okay, so playlist and the pace on his inside, yeah. Preferred box for playlist would have been what? One. And what would he be if he was in one? Uh, a lot shorter. <laughs> how, how short? Oh, I don't know. I, just off the top of my head, um, depending figures? where the other dogs were drawn as well. Single um, figures. But yeah, w- wouldn't wouldn't be that keen to have him in double figures off box one. Wow. Well, interesting. You say that middle part of the race is where he, you know. Has a bit of a chink in the armor. Not that, not that, not that he's um, slow in the middle part, you know, by general standards. But when you're in a Group One final, mm. um, yeah, some of the dogs like Hard Soul Rico, Simon Told Helen, mm. uh, make it very their mid race pace. Um, yeah, pretty pretty but, hard to match. But Playlist fought back like a cage lion in his heat. Was headed around the back straight, and you go, you know, just when you go, oh, he's probably going to get run over the top here, and. Just, Fought back and put lengths oh, back on and gun put chaser. the race to bed. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Playlist twenty seven bucks. Absolute Ooh. gun. And yeah, if he if he if the if the box draw doesn't uh, affect his chance too much, if he happens to just uh, bet? get a clean run, that that that's a juicy price, and mm. he, and he'll give you a run for your money for sure. Mm. Mm. Um, Ebby Infrared, yeah, liked him in the heat last week, um, despite having box six in the heat. Um, this, however, is a different task um this is a much higher quality field than what he faced in his heat um so the box six draw here um really makes it hard for him um uh, but a quality dog nonetheless um zambora smoky yeah definitely he, he's one of the better dogs in australia over about 450 um he's only sort of recently um getting accustomed to the the 500s um he lost a bit of momentum when he was taking the bend the first bend last week he was caught out a bit wide so big improver and definitely a chance um a lot of pace obviously on his inside but yeah as i said he's one of the best dogs in australia over that 450 um and then out to box eight summer lights um got a got a nice break in the heat um managed to lob in front and it's going to be a lot more difficult to (laughs) to catch a break like that oh, mate. in this give, field. Give, give Tina Woman a bit of a chance here. She's put the... Hey, you've got to be in it to win it. And, do. You know, in Greyhound Racing, if you yeah. lob to the front, you never know. But yeah. How about those? In all honesty, extremely tough ass from out wide. Yeah. How about, does this race map for you? What actually leads at the first split? Um, well, <laughs> if Simon told Helen times the jump well, I think he leads. Okay. Yeah, but it's, it's it, but he he hasn't been doing that ultra consistently. His muster up pace is astounding. Um, so you know, even when he does miss the kick a little bit, um, he can sometimes be up there equal. Uh, I wouldn't be too surprised to see Tigalong Tonk or Hardstyle Rico lead. Um, Zambora Smokey also wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I like Zambora. Um, I think Gunner mentioned them earlier. That dog hasn't peaked around the metro tracks yet. He hasn't got a clear run, so um. He um, could do any time here as well. Bit iffy about the draw, but we're, we're yet to see the best from him. I like this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about the Nigerian and French flags? Uh, the reserves, Fire Legend and You Tell Me, if they get a run. I've never heard them. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what they are. There's a layman out there. That's a French flag. That's a Nigerian flag. <laughs> Nigerian in box nine. That's brilliant. 
That's good. Uh, yeah, look, both quality dogs. Um, still think that they would find it a little bit tough. Would they um, beat home summer lights? Pardon? Would they beat home summer lights? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they, look, yeah, certainly. Their heat runs were much quicker than what summer lights put down. Um, so, yeah, expect them to start a lot shorter than summer. Um, but, yeah, would, would, would probably think that you tell me could sh- show some really good early pace and run a bit of a cheeky race. If um, she but, gets in the race. Yeah, but yeah. but I would expect one of the others to probably catch no, her before the line. No one's going to be scratching uh, lightly here. Um, okay, give me your selection then. Uh, look, and, and as I said, look, most of these dogs, I wouldn't surprise me, but I'm leaning towards hardstyle Rico. Um, for reasons I stated earlier, he was the fastest qualifier. He's drawn the... Red box, um, it's exactly where you want to be in these big races. Christo Bale, uh, drawn to his direct outside, doesn't always get away well. Um, so, yeah, just leaning towards hard style Rico. Very good for you, Shag. And now we're going to let you have a little break because we're going to go to the West. Invest in the West. <laughs> Right. Um, so with that money we've won tonight on Boston the Brit, <laughs> I'm just going to assume it's wind. <laughs> oh, I love the confidence wind. of the, of the um, great Irish hope. I didn't even say it today. Welcome, great Irish hope. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to start off with a small bet in race four at Cannington. Uh, box two sees blue summer sky. Um, this dog did a massive split last week and just it took a bad check from the inside um, on the first bend and just never got to finish out the race. Um, if it had been in front, because this dog flies home, it would have it would have done a big time. Um, I think it's going to be around the six dollar mark tomorrow night, and if it repeats that split, um, it, it's it's it, this dog could do a serious run. I thought he was more a staying dog to go over the longer distances, but just after that split last week, um, it's going to be a very interesting race. Um, I'd say he's a pretty much moral each way bet, um, so I I'd go a place heavy each way bet. Box two, blue summer sky. Like it. Press the button. Um, How's the pause after the button press? Just, just <laughs> let it sink in. <laughs> what else you got for us? We're heading on to risk six. We're going with box five, Dinah Oscar. Um, it's been running over the 600 recently. I, I like the fact that it's dropping back to a 520. This dog can box fairly all right. It's a fairly... Um, it's an average enough risk, which suits him. Um, he, he was really impressive last week when he finished second to Fleck Minnelli over, over 600 metres. And he's a massive pricer. He's actually 20 to 1. Um, the dog is inside Westdale Healy, who, who won last week. Um, that should lead up. I think Dinah camps in behind. And just because he's been running 600 recently, he should be strong finishing home. And hoping for the best that he can catch it. If not, we'll pick up the place anyway. Um, so that's race 6, box 5, Dinah Oscar. Very good. Risk seven, we're going with Steve Minnelli. Um, there's Ooh, not a... Monaghetti. He's in uh, box eight. He's a brawler of Tommy Shelby's. Um, there's not much depth in they this. They find race. it in the yard as well. <laughs> <laughs> they just find these dogs in the street out in WA. <laughs> Absolute machines. Um, he's in box eight. Suits him well. Um, he's one of the few dogs in this race that can definitely break 30 dead. And it just it's it's a perfect race for him. He's been breaking well. He, he's been breaking well recently and... 
in good run of form. So it's Race 7, Box 8, Steve Minnelli. Like it. Race 8, Cocoon is a moral Box 2. We said it. We'll just break out the button immediately for that and not talk about it much. And then <laughs> Race 10, we're going to continue with a high confidence here. There's a dog here called Just Wins Boss. Um, he debuted at Mandura last week, clocking 27.52. That's a massive run and debut. Um, it's from a fairly decent litter. It's actually a sister of Blue Tick Fern, who ran a cracking race at Cranbourne during the week. Um, this this could be a potential um, decent free-for-all dog around WA. Um, you'll get around the even money mark, and I'll mark that down as my best bet of the night. Race 10, Just Wins Boss. Very good. Is that it? That's the lot. That That's all you need to put in the bank in the uh, West, yeah. and you will be able to invest. Don't forget your multis. In the West. That small, win big. I love it. Very good. All right, um, back to you, Shagger. What should we do now? Well, I've got an idea. Before we actually get on to the Meadows, <laughs> I just, just wanted to... Do you want to... Are you introducing your own stinger? No. I just no? I okay. wanted to well, touch on a race. In the background there. We're, we're over-talking the stinger. Go I on. I want to touch on a race last night at Sandown. Um, Shimmer Shine flew around Sandown last night. Um, almost broke the track record. I, I didn't think I'd be seeing uh, that Sandown track record broken, but Shimmer Shine gave it a real shake. Um, 28.95, if you don't Jesus. mind. So um, with a 4.93 split, uh, so this yeah, Shimmer Shine is absolutely flying at the moment. So keep your eye on that dog. Like it. So we're, we've got another group race happening at the Meadows. Fireball. The Fireball. So, Mr. Worldwide. Um, pardon? Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. It's gone. <laughs> Pitbull. Fireball. Oh, yes, do, 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 yeah, we know that one. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it's the first on, time mate. I've heard oh, it. Oh, get out of here. You know, <laughs> you, yeah, you know that song. <laughs> what does that mean? When, when we don't have music in Ireland? <laughs> just, just you guys movie. are off the pace in Ireland. <laughs> oh, I listened to it. It was actually in England, I think. Oh, it's, um, you put it up. Of the, it, was a, it was a dog race. And the, the caller literally just doesn't talk. It was in the UK, yeah. Um, I think there was like a five dog was like, 10 lengths in yeah. front like it was like he doesn't talk it was hacking up the dog it was running brightly yeah. and the commentator was just like and, uh, well, and he actually switched off for the last band like he just didn't talk and he, was like, <laughs> he was like yeah 5-1 and I was like that was an amazing run Crazy. he just didn't care we'll um, we'll, we'll get the audio next week yeah. and we'll probably break radio guidelines because there's that much dead air but um, we'll get it next week yeah, so watch guy, this space yeah he should be sucked spot get, give, us, uh, give us your tips quickly mate Rightio. So, Fireball, a um, few dogs I want to mention here. He Shall Power, that's my tip to win. Yep. Um, think he, Yeah, I think he's just an ultra-impressive dog. He didn't have it all his own way in the heat. Um, look, Sunset Burbsky uh, jumped reasonably well in the heat and then went away to win. Um, if Sunset Burbsky jumps like that again and sort of consider around second, third, going to be pretty hard to hold out. Um, Sir Truculent, big danger if he gets around smoothly. True Detective, I think, will lead the race and and should hold on for a place, I think. Love it. Press the button. Yeah, baby. Yeah. We're going to take our break. I'm going to cut you off here, Shagger, mate, because we've, as I said, gut-busting amount of analysis. We'll be back after the break with the final stands of dog food. Show me the money, the multi. We'll see you soon.
Welcome back to the non-chasers here on SEN Track for Sports Bet. The final stanza. I love this dog food. Ah, chum is so chumpy. You get carved. Ah, what a stinger. The age old. Uh, dog food brought to you by Chum Dog Food. So good, so tasty. All right, boys, you know how to play this. This is either a dog or related to a term. The term today being aeroplanes. Uh, celebrating Qantas's last flight of the uh, Boeing 747. A real sad moment uh, midweek um, as they retired the fleet um, to the desert. No more flying of the Boeing 747. So can we test your buzzers, please? Shaggy? Um, oh, Kenny? I forgot mine, so I'm just going to use this old one laying around. Gunner, gunner. Gunner, gunner. Yep. <laughs> Shagger. Flight. Flight. Ooh, very good. Okay. Music comes up. Number one. Flying plane. Gunner, gunner. Yes. Dog. No. For uh, a plane that flies. That's a flying plane. <laughs> Not to be mistaken with low, low flying, flying plane. plane. Ah, that's which where I got him. Mm. You got him. All right, question two. Boeing 747. Flight. A plane. Correct. Be, be, you actually can't have digits in a dog's name, so well done. You, you, you picked up on that quickly. Uh, number three, Queen of the Skies. Gunner, gunner. Dog. No, that's a term. That's the uh, colloquial nickname for the jumbo jet, the Queen of the Skies. Jeez, you're struggling here. Negative two. <laughs> Shagger on fine. All right, question four, Queen of the Air. Flight. Yes. Dog. Correct. That is a dog. Now, listen to this. 19... 33, this dog was registered. 1933, Queen of the Air. Hands down, going to the Graham Recorder. Wow. <laughs> it is on there. 1933. Jeez, country you, was it running? I don't know, but <laughs> 1933, so it makes the cut. Shag has got his leg in the air here. Question four, Jumbo Jet. Flight. Flight. I'll give it to, give it to Shagger. Um, uh, plane. No. Dog. <laughs> dog. 1995 and as well as 2018. Five starts, one win. It's a long career. That is, well, the two dogs. <laughs> Good name for a dog, Jumbo Jet. wonder if it's fat. All right. Um, Non-chasers multi. Let's do this quickly. Um, my selection is the Meadows Race 1. Let's get the thing started well. Kenny the Brute. How good's that to place? <laughs> a good dollar. dog. He's um, a UK owned. Oh, I like it. Dollar 20 to place. Shagger. Meadows race eleven number one flossing to Ooh, place. We, we could be, we're almost bookending the card here. This could be. Uh, hopefully, that's not the uh, the dog that needs to get us out of jail. Kenny, uh, Cannington race four blue summer sky. Very good. Um, and then Gunner, as we heard earlier, was true detective. Pays around five bucks, but for the insurance reasons, only needing three out of four. Four fifty. Four fifty. Yeah. Oh, love that. We're giving four fifty. Very very generous. Okay, show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go, money talk. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. <laughs> dollar, dollar. All right, Shaggy, kick us off. Best value play over five bucks this weekend. I thought race four at the Meadows. Number three, Aston Gwen, five bucks. Yeah, I like it. Old Gwenny. Well, we heard Gunners. His was Zambora Smokey in the maturity. Kenny? Um, I was actually going to go with Zambora Smokey, but oh. Gunner stepped on my toes. Of course he did. <laughs> um, so... I've quickly dug up one. I'm going to go with Sunset Burbski like in that. the Fireball, but it's only 460. We need to get it over five bucks, so we're going to go with uh, do a double with Just Wins Boss, Race 10 Cannington, <laughs> which is, will be about even money mark. So, so you get a, effectively, it might be around the $9.50 mark for your little double. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I like it. You're a bold punter, uh, Kenny. I like it a lot. Well, we spoke about this dog before. Show me your money. I've, I've got to have something small on playlist at 27 bucks. 
not? Why not? Just just something small. See if it see if it, uh, things can go playlist way and can add another group one win to the trophy cabinet. Gentlemen, that's it. Like, listen, subscribe. You know how it works. Get involved. Listen to all the other sports bet podcasts. But if you are going to follow these tips in, and we are doing pretty well, just make sure you do it in a responsible manner and enjoy the dish lickers for what they are. Thanks again, boys. Godspeed. And good night. Cheers. Go well.